May peace be with all of you. This evening, the topic for mutual encouragement is when God is silent. Uh, silence meaning that you don't speak. In a moment of silence, I usually bring about unrest. And all of a sudden, you find the silence come to you, no one ever speak again. What is actually the other party is thinking about? But sometimes silence also bring, uh, is also very important. Uh, there's a saying that silence is gold. Silence is better than uh, speaking out. Uh, please turn to book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 7. A time to tear, a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. And there's always a time for everything. And the Bible says here there's a time to speak. But there's also time that we need to be silent. It's not only applicable to men. And sometimes you find God is silent as well. And as we read the Bible, we find that God constantly uh, is conversing with men. But sometimes you also do find that God does not talk. And what is the uh, reason uh, that God uh, is silent? And what is the reason behind his silence? And it's just like a, a receiving station. It seems that we don't, uh, we're not able to receive the signal from him. Uh, more than often, we pray to him. We don't hear anything from him. And we're skeptical whether uh, God has heard our prayer. Or whether uh, the reason behind, the actual reason behind why God is silent. And recently we have been reading the book of Psalm, and then people in the world have been asking this question. That God, why are you silent? Please turn to Psalm chapter 28, verse 1. Psalm chapter 28, verse 1. To you I will cry, O Lord. Oh, excuse me. Uh, to you I will cry, O Lord, my rock. Do not be silent to me, lest if you are silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. What it says over here is to ask God not to be silent any longer. And if I were to talk to you, but I don't hear anything back to you, it seems that everyone is dead. And you will feel very unease uh, just because when, you, uh, when both sides are stopped talking. And not, 
uh, let alone uh, is the Lord Himself. But the Bible, however, recorded a lot of incidences where God is silent. And what is the reason behind? And this is what we're going to study into today. And the first reason why God is silent is that man has sinned against God and man has been enticed bounded by sin. Please turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 59, verse 2. Let's read from verse 1. Isaiah chapter 59, verse 1. At verse 1, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save, nor his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. It says over here, the ear of the Lord is, uh, it doesn't mean that it cannot hear. Sometimes you try to talk to an elderly person, uh, yet he was not able to answer you. It is not because uh, he intentionally not uh, answering you, but however, he was not able to hear you. In those days, people of the Lord uh, prayed to him, but yet they did not get any answer from God. And people thought that God is getting old as well, and he was not able to hear their prayer. However, it is not so, because God is not human. He will never, uh, his year will never degenerate. Over at verse 2. But your iniquities have separated you from your God, and your sins have hidden his face from you so that he will not hear. Then you realize that uh, the reason why God is silent, the problem is not with God, but rather the problem lies uh, with us. So let's look at how Prophet Isaiah answered in those days. Let's uh, go to the two chapters ahead, uh, uh, chapter 57. Chapter 57, verse 11. And of whom have you been afraid or fear that you have lied and not remember me, nor taken it to your heart? Is it not because I have held my peace from the old? So who are you afraid of? A lot of people are afraid of men, but they're not afraid of uh, God. But they're afraid of their boss is not happy, but they're not afraid that God is not happy. They're afraid that their children are not happy, but they're, yet uh, they're not afraid that God is not happy. Uh, there are some people who are afraid of their wives. But who do you actually afraid of? The people these days, you realize that they are afraid of many things else uh, except God. And all the things that he said, all the things that he did, 
uh, it doesn't reveal that he uh, he's a he's a God-fearing person. 这里先知所责备的不是外邦人啊，没有信神的人啊。So the prophet was rebuking a group of people who's not Gentiles, but rather the believers of God. 是当时的选民跟他的首领。Uh, they are the chosen people of God and also the chiefs of the people. They believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Today, they believe in God, but yet they are not afraid of God. Let's read verse eleven. In those days, the people have lied. They don't remember God. They don't take His word to their hearts. You could have said something. I could have done something else. I may have heard sermon every week, but I don't. I have a choice not to do it. Because the uh. Their words fill with lies. Why do men not fear God? But why does man not afraid of God? Because God, you just cannot see Him. 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 As men, if you are angry, people will notice it because they can see it from your face. 讲话会很大声，甚至棍子拿起来啊。And you may raise your voice, or maybe you try to engage in a physical contact. 但是神是看不见的。But God, however, on the other hand, you cannot see Him. And if you have done something bad, nothing happened to you. Oh, this week no opportunity. Oh, yeah, no bad thing happened. If I stop coming to the church this week, it seems that nothing happened to me. I say bad words, I attack people. Oh, yeah, no bad thing happened. I'm healthy. It seems that if I slander someone, nothing happens to me. I'm still healthy. And you thought that God is actually not seeing all this happening? Here, the Bible says, "I am not silent." And over here, the Bible says that I am not silent. This is God's silence. That because God is simply silent. Why is God silent? And why did God become silent? Because God was very sorrowful. You see, the Israelites, from childhood to adulthood, have been begging you, but you haven't listened. And through the words of prophets, and through the words of prophets, God is trying to convey to the people to listen to His word. What else do you want God to say anymore? If when children are asking us to share our thoughts, we have this experience. If children are asking us to share our thoughts, So as parents, we always have this experience. If children are not obedient, if children are not listening, we tell them to shut up, and they listen. We are very happy. We are very happy. And if your children are disobedient, and we try to rebuke them, if they listen, we will be very glad. But I say they don't listen. But often they don't listen to you. They do opposite things. Or they were rebellious. They try to do things just the other hand around. Sometimes you hope. And sometimes you are so angry to the extent that you just don't want to talk. 但是不讲话到后来可能就爆发了。But if you stop talking for a while, uh, no, you know, after a while, uh, you will explode. 当时的百姓以为神沉默就是神默许，或者是神没有反应，看不见。The people in those days, even though they realized that God was silent, they thought that God. Accepted the way they were. They thought that they have done something right. 
But it is not so. 很沉默，准备非常的生气。还有呢，准备要责罚了。And the reason why God was silent because He was in His wrath, and it was about uh to punish. 弟兄姐妹，我们不要把神的沉默当是神认可我们的行为。Uh, therefore, do not treat the silence of God as an acceptance of God of what we do. 神可能在给你最后的机会悔改过一下。Because simply God may have uh may have been uh just giving you the last chance to change. 可能再一天。再一个星期，再一个礼，再一个礼拜。Maybe it's one more day or one more week or one more month that he's going to give you to change. 我们看五十章，以赛亚五十章。Let's turn to Book of Isaiah chapter fifty. 神很很生气啊。Book of Isaiah chapter fifty. God is in wrath. 十九呃第诗篇，对不起，诗篇五十篇十九节。Please turn to Psalm chapter fifty, verse nine. 诗篇五十篇十九节。Excuse me. Psalm chapter 15, verse 19. You give your mouth to evil, and your tongue frames deceit. 二十节 Verse 20. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. 哦，你看当时的人啊，口说恶言。Look at、uh, the people in those days. They speak words of slander. 讲话很凶恶。And they were very evil in their words. 用舌头啊，编造一些假话来诡诈的话来陷害人。And their tongue is full of deceit. 还有呢，是陷害、毁谤你的弟兄啊，你最亲的人啊。And not only so, they slander their own mother's son, their own sibling. 毁谤你妈妈的儿子，这是你的兄弟啊。So if you slander your own mother's son, meaning that you're slandering against your your sibling. 人那个嘴巴是最可怕。The mouth of man is the most fearful. 神很生气。And God was enraged. 但是神在沉默。But God was silent. Let's read verse 21. He says that、uh, God says over here, these things you have done, and I kept silent. And sometimes you realize that、uh, seems to feel that God、uh, is not righteous. Why God did not punish the person right away? And why did, not,、uh, did God not give him A lesson to learn. Sometimes, ah, things that happen that is just unjust. And why God did not give him a lesson to learn? Sometimes, ah, things that happen that is just unjust. And why God did not give him a lesson to learn? Sometimes, ah, things that happen that is just unjust. And why God did not give him a lesson to learn? Sometimes, ah, things that happen that is just unjust. And why God did not give him a lesson to learn? Sometimes, ah, things that happen that is just unjust. And why God did not give him a lesson to learn? Sometimes, ah, things that happen that is just unjust. And why God did not give him a lesson to learn? Sometimes, ah, things that happen that is God, God is giving the final opportunity to people. Let's read verse 21. It says over here, but I will rebuke you. Don't think that uh, just because I'm silent, uh, I'm not caring about what you did. All those things that you have done, I have seen them all. So, 弟兄姐妹，我们真的要来到神的面前，要怕神。Uh, therefore, brothers and sisters, coming before the Lord, we need to be God-fearing. 再讲一次，我们来到神的面前敬拜神，要怕神。Let me emphasize one more time: is that when we come before the Lord, we need to be God-fearing. 这个是对神最重要的态度。This is the basic. Attitude that you must have. 不要，我们讲每一句话的时候，都知道神在我们中间。And every words that we speak, we must understand that God is in the midst of us. 我们服侍神的时候，更要敬畏神，要怕神。
As we serve the Lord, we need to be afraid of God. We need to be God-fearing. Because this is not my home. This is the house of God. This is not the company outside of the church that we work for. This is the church of God. Everything is God-based. And God is viewing on everything that we do. Uh, therefore, if there is anything that we have fallen short of, that is the reason why God is silent. And that is the very reason why God is enraged. And before God is launching His wrath on us, uh, we have to quickly uh, repent. And the second reason why God is silent is because our relationship with God has already been afar. And the relationship between men is uh, quite uh, miraculous. And if you have good relationship, there are so many things that uh, you can uh, converse about. But if you find that uh, you uh, have your relationship with others is not good, then you will be so distant, you will not contact one another. Because there's nothing else better to say. And even if you were to uh, sit next to each other, there's nothing to talk about. And that's because the other party has done something uh, that has caused the distancing. Uh, it may not be something that is really serious, but there's something that is causing uh, the other party to feel unease. So let's uh, look at the relationship between uh, God and Abraham. So right from Genesis of the 12, when God has chosen Abraham. So if you look at each chapter over here, uh, you find that God has revealed to him every chapter. And God has chosen Abraham when, at the age of 75. So in the, when he was dwelling at the land of Canaan, uh, God often revealed to him. And the first 10 years, uh, he was very close to Abraham. But later on, something happened. God has stopped uh, conversing with him for the longest time. Let's read chapter 16. Let's read uh, Genesis chapter 16, verse 15. Verse 15, so Hagar bore Abraham a son, and Abraham named his son, uh, whom Hagar bore Ishmael. Verse 16, Abraham was 86 years old when Hagar bore Ishmael to Abraham. Over here, it says that Hagar uh, has given birth uh, a uh, son uh, for Abraham. So who's Hagar? So she was one of the, one of the servants uh, in, in uh, Egypt. And she was not the, the wife of uh, Abraham. And, uh, this, and then the wife of Abraham was Sarah. 
But then Abraham lost his faith for God. Because God has promised Abraham that he will have a son from Sarah. But in those days, uh, he has been dwelling in the land of Canaan for more than 10 years. And the wife has never gotten any uh, offspring. Uh, therefore, the wife uh, suggested uh, to Abraham, You know, you should uh, have this uh, Egypt, uh, Egyptian woman, uh, Egyptian servant uh, as your wife. So she will become your wife and she will bear a child for you. So Abraham uh, agree, agreed to the wife. And that's the reason why at the age of 86, uh, Abraham has gotten a son from Hagar. So do you think that God is pleased of this? This is not the promise of God. This is not the plan of God. But rather, it's a decision that's made by men in times of weakness. Are you saying that this is a serious sin? Uh, I don't think this uh, constitutes a, a serious sin. But in the eyes of God, this is not good. Because uh, it has uh, hindered uh, the plans of God. And this is a decision that's made uh, out of flesh, out of blood. And this kind of decision will arouse a bad consequence. And it will cause family problems. And the descendants of Ishmael will become the Arabians in the future. They will fight against the chosen people of God. They will fight with Israelites. Therefore, the decision over here is a way of showing their weakness. And as men, uh, we are always like this. Sometimes we are not able uh, to believe in the words of God. And we may have uh, trying to uh, outsmart uh, the Lord, uh, trying to resolve our own problem with our own flesh. Are you thinking, are you really resolving your problem? And the fact that Ishmael was born, it brought about much more problem later on. Uh, therefore, God was very disappointed with Abraham. So from uh, the time when Abraham was 86 years old and uh, on, uh, the Lord God has never conversed with him. Uh, only until uh, chapter 17, verse 1. Excuse me, uh, chapter 17, verse 1. When Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, So right from the age of 86 to the age of 99, uh, there were uh, 14 years lapse. 
God did not converse with Abraham. Think about this. For the first 10 years, God has conversed uh, with Abraham very often. But the, uh, the last four, uh, 14 years, God has never conversed with him. It is all because that Abraham has lost his faith. It is all because of uh, the deeds of Abraham uh, was not perfect. When your faith is weak, you may have been uh, trying to use a lot of uh, ways uh, by your own to resolve problems. But then, in return, you're creating more problems at the end. So God will just retract, and then he will stop uh, Helping you. And we'll look at you, uh, how you, uh, how's your progress. Then you realize that God has become silent. Dear brothers and sisters, do we sometimes find that God is silent? And we don't find that God is opening a way for us. And God is not bless, uh, blessing us And my prayers has not been heard. Of course, your prayer is not going to be heard because you are so distant uh, from God. In the past, uh, whatever the Lord has said uh, to you, uh, you did not listen to it. And you have created a lot of problems by your own. That's a reason why God is silent and let you do uh, whatever you choose to do. And this is the very reason why God is silent. And unknowingly, man is so distant away from the Lord. And we need to look at our life today. Is it the same? In fact, a lot of people are so, uh, are so distant uh, their relationship is so distant away from God. They cannot hear the voice of God. Because they did not want to hear the voice of God. Or uh, even if they have heard the words of God, but they just didn't want to do it. And this is uh, a common problem of our believers in the church. If there is a member who always listens to the words of God and full of faith, and he often receives the instructions of God, and he often converses with God, and he will find that uh, he will be gaining strength from God. And it's, on the other hand, and if your relationship is bad with God, and you frequently not able to uh, hear the voice of God, and it is fortunate that uh, God has never forsaken Abraham. Let's uh, return to chapter 17, verse 1. So after 10 some years, God has appeared to Abraham once again. And God said to Abraham that I am Almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. And this statement is so powerful, yet it's so severe. Because God is Almighty. There's nothing that He cannot do. Your problem is not a problem itself, because for me, I'm Almighty. But the problem is that you 
are full of uh, of faults. And the reason why God is asking him to be blameless because he's imperfect. And his faith is not perfect. And he has done things according to his flesh. In the past, I did not reveal to you because you are not perfect. Therefore, from now on, you have to be blameless. And this is what God has told Abraham. And God has never forsaken him. And thank God that uh, Abraham has quickly examined himself. Over at verse 2. Over here, God said to him, And I will make my covenant between me and you, and you will multiply. Uh, exceedingly. Verse 3. Then Abraham fell on his face. And God talked talk with him, saying, So over here, uh, Abraham did one thing. He fell on his face. It is easy to be perfect. It's as easy as falling yourself on your face. When you fall on yourself, meaning that you're recognizing your imperfection and you're recognizing your fault. And I'm sure that at that point in time, Abraham was feeling very perplexed. God says that I has to be I have to be blameless. But I'm so imperfect. I cannot even find an excuse for myself. And it's true that I have done something wrong. The only thing I can do is be silent and fall on my face. Then God immediately made a covenant with him. And God has broken his silence. And then God has made a covenant with him and also revealed to him. And later on, uh, there, his relationship with God has, uh, has been normalized. Uh, therefore, brothers and sisters, we need to think about this. Think about your relationship with God. Is it distant? Is it distant? Is there anything that is imperfect? It, uh, it doesn't mean that it's something really serious. It, it is not a great sin to, to say. But it got to be something that is imperfect uh, that is getting in the way. That you have to self-examine. Uh, the third, uh, third point. Why God is silent? The reason why sometimes God is silent is to fulfill uh, His will. And to fulfill His uh, will. Let's read uh, Psalm chapter 22. Psalm chapter 22, verse 1 and 2. 22, verse 1. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? 
Verse 2, O oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear, and in the night season, and am not silent. And this uh, psalm is very important because it is a psalm of the suffering of Messiah. It seems that uh, it is a psalm that has been written by David in times of sorrow. But uh, as a matter of fact, it's prefiguring uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. When the Lord Jesus uh, was crucified on a cross at the point of extreme excruciation, uh, he cried out, he cried out, uh, Lord, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Please uh, turn to Gospel of Matthew chapter 27. Verse 46. So uh, the verse that is said over here is exactly as the verse that we have read at Psalm chapter 22. And why the Lord Jesus Christ prayed this way? Because the Lord Jesus was in his physical body and he was hung on the cross and it was so painful. And when you are in pain, you will praise God. And when you are in pain, how will you pray to God? Oh Lord, please lighten up my pain. Please do not walk away from me. Please listen to my prayer. Please save me and get me down from this cross. If we encounter any kind of adversity, we'll pray this way. When the Lord Jesus was crucified on the cross, not only physically he is experiencing excruciating pain, but in his spirit, God has already departed him. Which means to say that he has entered into the Hades uh, as if that God has already forsaken him. He prayed to the Lord, but God was silent. God did not listen to what he was groaning. It seems that God was in his complete silence. God did not care about his prayer. So the Lord Jesus was in pain. So he was praying to the Lord uh, in his identity as a physical person. Therefore, he could actually feel the dreadfulness of God's silence. So dear brothers and sisters, if you are in pain, as you pray to the Lord, and you are able to be comforted by, by the Lord, you, you will feel glad. But if your prayer somehow was, uh, there's no answer to your prayer, and you will feel very bad about it. Even to the point you will be thinking whether there's existence of God, whether God is actually listening to your prayer. 
But the silence of God is not because the Lord Jesus has committed any kind of sin. Even though at, at, that, at that point in time, the Lord Jesus has taken up all the uh, iniquities and sins of all mankind. Because the Lord Jesus himself has never sinned. But God still uh, kept silent. Because this is the very plan of salvation of God. Because it is the will of God for the Lord Jesus to suffer. It is to fulfill his salvation. Please turn to the book of Isaiah chapter 53. Verse 5, uh, 4 and 5. Isaiah 53. Book of Isaiah chapter 53, verse 4 and 5. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. Verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement from our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Now you realize that the, the fact that the Lord Jesus has suffered for all of us is to save us. And the reason why he has uh, gone through all this punishment is to give us peace. And that's the reason why when the Lord Jesus was crying out for his suffering and pain, uh, God was silent. God cannot help him, period. Because it is the will of God that he has to be stricken. So that he can take up all of our sins of humankind. So at that point, if God were, to, uh, God can never uh, answer his prayer. God must be silent. So that he will have to exert uh, the greatest pain. But because he was able to endure uh, through all this extreme punishment, and he was able to receive uh, the pain of crucifixion, the entire mankind, inclusive of you and me that we're able to be saved today. And this is the mystery of salvation. It is also one of the most extreme examples. So today, uh, let's look at our problem today. If God is silent to us, and if God has never saved us from the pain, so first of all, we need to examine ourselves whether we have sinned against God. That's the reason why that we are suffering. Or maybe we have gone against His words. We have went astray from His words. And we must uh, seriously think about all these points. You must constantly examine yourself against all these checkpoints. If there's anything that is checked off, you must quickly repent. And if you truly did not have any sin against God, 
你已经悔改过了也找不到更多的事情可以悔改了 and it's going to be temporary. And he's planning to fulfill something that is greater in his plan. At that point in time, you may not know. And just like Abraham, uh, just like Job, and he did not commit any sin. But he has encountered the kind of suffering that even people who have sinned against God in a great way will never experience. And he wanted to argue with God, he wanted to explain to God, but God was silent. So with this kind of silence from God, uh, this uh, Job uh, was in pain. But in the midst of the silence, actually God is edifying Job and to try his faith. And also to reveal all the imperfections in his, uh, his faith. In fact, uh, this is a spiritual warfare. And Job was able to prove uh, to God that the, the fact that he believed in the Lord is not for the blessings of the world. And a person can uh, simply believe in God for no other benefit. Uh, so the suffering of Job uh, in God's silence is to fulfill the will of God. So today, if we look at ourselves, we're never as great as Job. But if God has ever uh, silent to us, or maybe we have been entrapped uh, in our difficulties, there's got to be some good will of God. Maybe God is trying to edify you. Maybe God wanted to edify you and also people around you. Please turn to Book of Romans. Book of Romans, chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse 28. Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. It says over here, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love him. And so that uh, for good to those who love God. And this is a miraculous uh, arrangement of God. Of course, it's good that if God were to answer your prayer quickly. Of course, if God were to even answer your prayer according to what you wish for, it's good. 
But what it says over here about all things, it was referring to not only good things, but rather bad things as well. And all things uh, could have also referred uh, to things that is uh, negative, things uh, just like sicknesses or problems. And sometimes we pray to the Lord that quickly remove uh, my illnesses. Or even to uh, protect me uh, from uh, getting into all this kind of trouble. But God was silent, but, and God did not give what you wish for. And let me ask you why. And of course, you will ask why. But you may not necessarily know the reason why. But I will tell you that at that point in time, you may not know. Or perhaps in the future, you will know. Because God is actually edifying you. And the reason why God is not listening to our prayer or God has kept himself silent from our prayer is to edify you. And just likened to the Lord Jesus Christ crucified on the cross and, and uh, facing the silence of God. And, and you will look at it at this way that all these things are work, working together for good. And all the people, including Satan, thought that uh, the Lord Jesus has been defeated because God is not listening to him. And the Lord Jesus was no longer able to deliver sermon, no longer be able to heal. And the plan of God has been defeated after all. And look at that, that's how God, uh, he has been defeated. God is not uh, answering his prayer. So at the point in time where the Lord Jesus has resurrected uh, three days after he died, and Satan was, uh, was in his shock. And then he realized that the Lord Jesus has triumphed. And then he has triumphed over death. And he has triumphed over uh, evil. In the future, everyone who believes in him will triumph. But if you think about those a few days when the Lord is not answering him and he was crying out, why the Lord, you are not listening to my prayer? And it is a necessity. Therefore, to us, we have to deeply believe in this. We have to deeply know if ever Lord is, uh, the Lord is silenced to us. Page 25, last line. Huh? 当神对我们什么沉默的时候，我们绝对不要对神失去信心。It says over here that even when God is silent, we shall not lose faith in Him.再重复一次，当神真的是对你沉默。Let me emphasize once again, when God is silent to you，神在考验你的信心。God is trying your faith.你不要对神失去信心。You should not lose your faith.你不 一定能够明白为什么。it is not necessary that you will know the reason why. But you truly believe that there is always the will of God, the time of God. And when the time is up, you will surely understand. 
So when God is silent, what should we do? Next line. We need to learn how to be silent. We need to learn how to pray. And we need to learn how to rely. We do not engage ourselves in all kinds of uh, 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 unrest. And you must believe in God and you have to rely on Him. Please turn to Psalm chapter 46, verse 1. Psalm 46, verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Let's skip to verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. And I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. And this world will change very quickly. And personally, I believe that I will also face great trial on my faith. Even the church will have to undergo a lot of trials. That will find that our faith will be weakened. Is it because the, uh, God is silent? God is not caring about us. Do not lose heart uh, for God. This is the time that you need to be silent. And over here it says be still. And the more silent you are, the more that you can feel God. God may not be necessarily talking to you, but yet you can feel His presence. And if you could feel the presence of God, and you could feel the strength, and you will never be afraid of. Therefore, when God is silent, it is a time and opportunity for us to await and also to rely on Him. Let's sing Him. Please sing him 382. 